Thank you, Chairwoman uh, Ledger Fernandez, Ranking Member Obanolti, and members of the subcommittee. Thank you for the opportunity to provide testimony regarding the federal government's ongoing failure to uphold its treat trust and treaty obligations to tribal nations and our ongoing support for necessary reforms like advance appropriations. My name is Kirk Francis. I'm chief of the Penobscot Indian Nation in the state of Maine and proudly serve as president of the USAT Sovereignty Protection Fund Board of Directors. As this subcommittee knows, tribal nations have experienced many injustices at the hands of the U.S. government. We have suffered immeasurable losses, and we have paid dearly with our lands, resources, and the lives of our ancestors. <clears throat> Out of this resource exchange has grown a promise, trust in treaty obligations, to ensure the health, education, and well-being of our tribal citizens. And to date, the trust in treaty obligations that resulted from those agreements have not fully been honored. Tribal nations and our citizens continue to face the consequences of the federal government's failure to fund these obligations, a failure which has come into much sharper focus during the COVID-19 pandemic. It should not take a once-in-a-generation public health emergency for the federal government to live up to these responsibilities. And yet, this is the second time USAT SPF is testifying before this subcommittee urgent action to, at the very least, stabilize and provide certainty in the timing of IHS funding. We have supported advance appropriations for all federal agencies and programs serving tribal nations for several Congresses now. And in 2019, following the longest government shutdown in history, which forced the rationing of care in Indian country, we testified in support of bills that would extend this common sense funding mechanism for both IHS and BIA. However, no action was taken. Last year, as Congress negotiated the FY22 appropriations, we came very close to the enactment of advanced appropriations for IHS. We had the support of the Biden administration and the authority appeared in the Senate version of the Interior Appropriations Bill. However, this provision did not carry over into the final bill. The House proposal's report language indicated that the committee did not provide advanced appropriations authority for IHS because of the lack of detail from the agency. However, it remains unclear what information has not been provided. If, in fact, questions from appropriations remain, USAID SPF and our partners are more than willing to assist. In the meantime, we continue to be the only federally funded health program impacted by congressional inaction on appropriations. Parity for our health care is long overdue. Advanced appropriations for IHS and all federal agencies and programs along the certainty and parity it would bring is long overdue. You said SPF once again urges this Congress to act swiftly to bring the negative effects of its own inaction to an end. Once again, we extend our full support to HR 5549, the IHS Advanced Appropriations Act, and HR 5567, the Indian Programs Advance Appropriations Act, which would provide greater stability to funding across all of Indian country. While we strongly support advance appropriations to bring certainty in the short term, in the long term, you said SPF is calling for a comprehensive re-examination of and reform for all federal funding delivered to Indian country. This includes supporting the president's FY 2023 proposal to provide mandatory funding for IHS and increase funding to $36.7 billion in FY 2032, bringing us closer to full funding while exempting agency funds from damage and sequestration. 
Year after year, we have urged multiple administrations in Congress to request and enact budgets that honor the unique nation-to-nation -nation relationship between tribal nations and the United States, including providing full and mandatory funding. While we firmly believe all Indian country funding should be fully funded today, including the IHS, we recognize that the Biden administration has taken an unprecedented and positive step forward in its proposal to move closer to that reality. As congressional leaders who have demonstrated a true understanding of this trust obligation, you know that our funding should no longer be vulnerable to these gains. We implore this subcommittee to work with your colleagues to ensure enactment of advanced appropriations and later mandatory funding for all federal Indian agencies and programs, including IHS. Until the United States chooses to honor its promises to Indian country, our citizens will continue to needlessly experience severe health disparities and loss of life. Legislative action by this body can prevent these unnecessary and avoidable tragedies. While we recognize this subcommittee's strong, long-standing commitment to Indian country, we cannot continue to accept being vulnerable to the partisan games. You must use your influence to ensure that the federal government upholds its obligation to us with full funding to better reflect the respect and respect the nature of this solemn promise. I appreciate the opportunity to testify, Madam Chair, and I would like to thank um, the leadership of Ms. McCollum, Mr. Young, Mr. Grohalva, and I appreciate being here and happy to answer any questions. Thank you so very much for your testimony. The Chair will now recognize the Honorable Fawn Sharp, who is President of the National Congress of American Indians.